0: The Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, traveled on-site to Columbus, Ohio for the 2023 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2023. Now let's take you to more of our coverage from NTDC 2023. Hey, it's Greg Thompson from Podwheels, and I'm thrilled that we're able to continue to bring you our features from this year's National Truck Driving and National Step Van Driving Championships NTDC 2023. One of the people that we got a chance to visit with this year was Ina Daly, and Ina continues to write an incredible story at the National Championships. She has made 16 trips to the NTDCs over the years, And in 2013, she became the first woman to ever win a national championship, earning top honors in the tank division. Now, at NTDC 2023... Her dedication to excellence over a career in the trucking industry that spans more than 40 years was honored at the event's awards ceremony as Ina was recognized by winning the prestigious Professional Excellence Award. A couple of days prior to the awards ceremony, we talked with Ina about her career in trucking during the second day of competition at NDDC 2023. So, what's it like being back at the NTDCs? So let's start there.
1: Oh, we had COVID, so we didn't have it for a couple of years. So, right. last year to get to come back it was just like homecoming. It was great, and to get to come back again this year really special for me.
2: You mentioned the ability to come back to this. One of the things that strikes me is that folks like yourself who are multiple state champions, who have won a national championship, you guys don't take these opportunities for granted, right?
1: No, you can never take it for granted. Every driver that enters the state competition is confident in their skills. So you're not going against people that have no idea what they're doing, they're usually prepared. Sometimes you can have a good day, and sometimes you can have a bad day, and so can they. So you never take it for granted. You just do all you can do to prepare yourself, and go out there and try to stay focused on what you're doing, and hope you get the win and get to come back again because it's really special with all the drivers here that you only see here, they're from all different states you're meeting new drivers that you've never met before from different states. You create all these lifelong friendships and you get to interact with the executives of your company and I've even met the executives from other companies here. It's really heartwarming, makes you proud to be a truck driver, number one, because you realize all the good people in the industry.
2: And that's something that I know you've held dear for your entire career because I had an opportunity to listen to your interview earlier today with Jimmy Mack. And you can also hear that here on Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo. Now, Ina, you've been in this industry a long time. What is it, 39 years now?
1: I've been in the industry longer. 39 years working for XPO. I'm very proud of that. But I drove for probably a year and a half before that. I worked in the office of a trucking company my two years of college, my first two years of college. So, i been in the industry for a while, and my father was a driver, so I was around truck drivers and trucking all my life.
2: So you and I are going to ride the Wayback Machine here, we're going to ride back 40 years. Both okay. of us were a lot younger. Yes. Now here's the thing, 40 years ago, there weren't that many women working in the industry, period.
1: No, there weren't. I was fortunate that my dad was one of those men that really encouraged me to not let my gender be an issue in whatever I chose to do. It sounds to
2: me in talking to you earlier is that trucking really spoke to you at an early age, and it became something that you aspire to do.
1: Right, having grown up with our family friends were either farmers or truckers. So I was around these people and I respected them. They were godfathers and people that helped me along in my childhood. I never thought of truckers as less than stellar.
2: You saw them as we see them here, heroic.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they were out there working hard and delivering the things that people need.
2: So you had this familiarity with the industry. What finally said, hey, I'm going to dive in and do this?
1: Well, I was working in the office of the trucking company. Since my dad had taught me to drive, so that I could drive equipment on the farm, they would send me out to go do pickups. They'd pull me out of the office, send me out to go make a pickup. So it worked out, it was kind of like that was my little tickle that said, you know, I can do this. And then dad kept pushing me along and I finally said, I'll give it a try. I'll try it for a year. I'll take a year off of college and try it for a year. And that way I can save money because the office job at that time paid $5 an hour. I was offered the driving job for eight fifty
2: economic sense right there
1: yeah if you're trying to save money for school 350 an hour or more made a lot of sense that's right so you're out
2: there on the road a little bit a feel for it at some point you probably said why not
1: exactly and it didn't take me very long just a few months into it and getting those big paychecks It wasn't long that I was offered the job at Conway which was the early XPO. They said, you can go to school part-time and work for us. And first year, I was like, no, I don't need to go back to school. So
2: we're talking early 80s. In the early 80s, there may have been 80 women in trucking out on the road. So yeah. talk to us about those days, the challenges that you encountered. When I look back at it and see everything that you've done and that you here and you've been here multiple times, you
0: really are a pioneer.
1: When I started, I was in pickup and delivery. There was only one other woman in the whole city of Phoenix that I knew of that did pickup and delivery. Most women back then went on the road with their husband, driving team or something. There were a few that would run what we call line haul, where they're just driving up and down the highway, not doing the heavy lifting, so to speak. And even fewer were in the LTL industry, where we had to move those dollies to set up. The dollies back then were really brutal, heavy. But me having a farm background, I'm like, this is better than bucking hay. It's
2: a can-do attitude. It's like, what job needs to be done, right?
1: Right. So I found it to be relatively easy for me. Women of a smaller statue might struggle. But as my dad always said, where there's a will, there's a way. And I've seen small women do great things physically. So I think, for me, it was just easy, and I just wanted to hope to share that message with other women coming into the industry that don't let the physicality of it scare you away.
2: Did it help that you were involved with LTL? Did you do over the road? In the early years,
1: it was primarily city p and I would go down to Tucson from Phoenix, deliver freight down there, then go up to the northern parts of the state to the mines and pick up copper and things and come back. A little bit more highway, we call it windshield time. And I like that, it's okay. guaranteed to get home. And at that time, all of our line haul stuff was at night. It was nice to work days.
2: Yes, exactly, you were doing that p wasn't necessarily over the road, so for women over the road, there were a few more challenges. I'm sure you had a few being the only woman out there. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Well, there were a few drivers that didn't think women belonged in a truck, but I think that I had more that encouraged me and supported me. The good always outweighed the bad.
2: And I know from earlier, you talked about your dad and I want you to talk about it now. How important was the dad's support and his experience as a driver to your success?
1: It was huge. And I talked about how all of our friends were truckers, and actually, my godfather worked at Conway, slash XPO, where we are now. He kept telling me, you gotta come over here, because I was working at a little company, the one that hired me from the office job. You gotta come over here, this new company. It's really exciting. I really like the job I have. I was a little hesitant to move and he kept on me and I finally went over there. There was a dispatcher at the time that didn't know it was prearranged, because back then you kind of had to know somebody to get a job. So I knew somebody and it was all arranged and he told me that we're not hiring when I went to get an application. Oh, he got in trouble for that one. So I came back the next day again and got the application.
2: So he wasn't playing, but he he was serious.
1: One of the drivers told me, he said, I'm not hiring a woman.
2: Was he your dispatcher there? Yes. How did that go?
1: Well, back then, we women had to really prove ourselves. And maybe even still to a point today, where a man gets a job, they're perfectly accepted as capable of doing the job. A woman gets the job in a man's field. They watch you. Can she handle it? So I was more than determined, I'm going to show this guy. I kind of ran circles around some of the other men there, so I think it was always a challenge. You had to prove yourself, then you'd get a new dispatcher, and then you had to prove yourself again. It was that cycle, but like I said, I always had the skill and the
2: talent. Right. It's the road you knew, and you also knew what to do on the job, but it was something that you were confident in your abilities. So one of the things that strikes me is you're very humble about what you've accomplished.
1: Right. It was funny when you go to a customer's to back into the dock, any other drive backs and they don't pay any attention. When I would come and start backing in, there'd be a crowd looking out watching me.
2: Kind of like this right here at the, at the <laughs> NTDC where people like scoring you on your back.
1: They would be wow, look at this lady back in. And then later on, I would get asked to go back in somebody else's truck for them that was struggling. It was kind of sad for me because I know men are really hesitant to ask other men for help. So when they'd ask me to help them, sure. Then there was like no shame.
2: I think that's Uh, one of the things that to. This event too because you guys get together, you're able to compare notes and talk and you talk about the camaraderie that happens here and what you learn from your fellow competitors. You talk about that for a moment. Because there's a lot of experience and knowledge here.
1: Yeah, so number one, you're part of your company team, and you're part of your state team, and then in our classes, our bullpen's and whatever division we're in. You meet drivers from other companies that are just nice people, and whoever wins, great. You hope it's you. If it's not, somebody deserving won it, and you just can't help be happy for everybody. Well,
2: and in your case, I know you want to win every year, but the fact that you won a national championship, it's been 10 years, but you've won one. I would think that if there was any pressure or any anxiousness when you come in here, it's like, yeah, I got one, right?
1: Yeah, it definitely was a huge accomplishment. Of course, you'd like to win again and again, but you got the one, you're happy, and then you just hope to do well the next
0: time. So let's
2: talk a little bit more about your trailblazing. Earlier, before we got rolling, you reminded me that you joined America's Road Team. You were named to it in 2001. At that point in time, there weren't a whole lot of women on the road team.
1: Yeah, there were a few, I think the team before mine had a husband and wife team and then there was a woman from Arizona named Suzanne that was on in the 90s. I got to know her and I knew some male road team captains also that were on it. I always admired them, I thought they were just the exemplary example of professionalism in trucking.
2: In the role in the road team, have you been able to share a message and let people know that it's possible to have a career, talking with little kids and all that? That's a career option.
1: One of the most important things I think I've been able to do as America's Road Team Captain is go to schools and address high school drivers, ed classes, career days, things like that. Not just for trucking, but for girls in general. To be able to see that you're not limited to your options when you grow up. You can go into what's predominantly a male field and do well. So I think just being able to set the example for some future young truck drivers or women that want to go into any other field, you're not limited. So that's been a blessing, one of the biggest give
2: backs. Well, one of the things I want to ask you about, and we talked about it earlier, you've been with one company for nearly 40 years. That just doesn't happen in this industry. It's almost as rare as you being a woman in trucking in the early 80s. What's been your secret to being at one company for that long? My dad had
1: a long career with his company, 35 years in, with one company. And he used to tell us that, get on with a good company and stay there. I found a good company. XPO is a great company to work for, and they treat me really well. They've given me all these opportunities to be more than just a truck driver. I've had a great, fantastic career, thanks to working for the right company. They've given me the opportunity also to work city and then go line haul or whatever I wanted to do, days, nights, the opportunity was there.
2: For our final question, I'm going to ask you to be philosophical or look into the future here. Being a woman in trucking, being a true trailblazer, as we chronicled, got in behind the wheel 40 years ago, national champion here at the NDC, multiple state champion, road seat member, Done so many things in your career. What would you like to see happen for women in trucking going forward into the next generations? What can this industry do to create more opportunities for women?
1: I think the industry as a whole is very welcoming and very supportive of everything that we need as women to get into the industry, whether it be as a driver or dock worker or management, or an executive. We just need to get the message out to all these potential candidates for those positions that hey, we're here, trucking wants you. Don't think that you have to go into healthcare or some other field because that's where women do the best. No, you'll do quite well in trucking and it's waiting for you to just take that brave step and enter it.
2: So looking back at your career, any regrets about the choices that you've made?
1: No. The only one I might say is I wish I'd gone on to get my bachelor's degree, but had I, when I look back, because I got the associates and I was going for the bachelor's, had I, I might have tended to go toward that teaching agriculture position that I was seeking, and I would have missed out on all this. So I think things happen for a reason. My dad always told me, you love trucks, you know, why not give it a try? And I do love trucks.
2: Final thoughts about being back here and what you enjoy the most?
1: The camaraderie, for sure. I think a lot of us would say that. The challenge, the competition is good for everyone. You learn something new every time. Challenging yourself is a good thing, but being able to see all the people from other states you only see here. It's wonderful, and being able to make new friends every time. I think that's the greatest thing. being able to feel proud of what you do for a living, like being able to talk to you. What Truck Driver gets the opportunity to do a podcast and spread a positive message, so this makes me really proud to be able to do that, to be able to represent my company, my state of Arizona, and women.
0: Thanks for spending part of your day with Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2023. Check back with us on podwheels.com for more of our podcast features as we work to take you inside the championship event. You can also keep up with all the episodes of this special event series by subscribing to this podcast. Just search National Truck Driving Championships and hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.